learn to be a man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the screen But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning right here. Uh, you can find us either live on Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney, and the bunkhouse with me this week is Cody Ryan, of course. Every week for the last. Every week. And beefsteak. Beefsteak is not with us. He is on the world's, uh, he is participating in the world's largest youth hunt, putting the smack down on deer, whitetail, exotics around uh, the mm, central Texas area, hill country area, putting the major smack down. Still in Fredericksburg? I think it's up that way, yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, um, I've been there a few times. That's a big old hunt. It's a big old hunt. There's a lot of kids up there putting the smack down on stuff. And uh, this segment of the program is brought to you by McBride's Guns. With the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Gun. Family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Hey, if you've got a uh, an estate that has a bunch of firearms and you got to figure out what the value of them is. You want to sell them. I want to get that, that part of the estate figured out, go to McBride's guns. They can help you with that. They have staff on site right there, ready to help you with it. You can find them in the same place. They've been for years, corner 30th and Lamar. You can call them four, seven, five, one, two, four, seven, two, 3532, or go online. McBride'sGuns.com, com because McBride's guns. Well, they're our hometown gun shop. So and Cody, tie wire, tie wire, twisting wires, keeping us going on this thing. All right, he's us, the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, the old right. pot belly stove gets fired up, and uh, throws some tin foil on that wire coat hanger out there that gets the keeps you in line. You. That's what right. he does. It keeps you in line. Well, thank goodness for that. Get, no don't want to get too far off the trail and get lost in the wilderness uh so we were talking earlier uh we were talking about uh deer tags and elk tags and getting your tags and stuff and we were also just 
thinking, you know, we finally, finally went out and hunted this year. And last year I shot a deer on the opening day of deer season. This time I didn't hunt until the last week of deer season. Yeah, you you really missed the boat. I did get to hunt a few times, uh, several times actually, and uh, I did kill a doe in bow season. I think the first bow season uh, hunt that I went out on the first few days that I was out, I did kill a doe. I forget about that because it was two months ago, right? And I've already, I took almost that entire deer and turned it into jerky and tried a couple different recipes, one of which my daughter does not like because she does not like pepper because it's uh, hot. Peppery. Yes, too spicy. Uh, <laughs> Don't be messing with my granddaughter now. So, if she likes teriyaki, so the funny no, teriyaki. Well, we're doing a teriyaki batch right now. It's sitting in the free freezer from these last year, but uh, she hadn't tried teriyaki. So funny story is I do this jerky, right? I'm like, I'm going to turn this whole deer, everything that I can get good cuts out of, I'm going to turn into jerky. Yeah, be, just because it's one of those things you don't usually have a lot of. And I thought I'm going to do the whole first deer and jerky because it's something you can grab and go and have it in your truck, have it in the boat throughout the year. And just, a, a and I want to learn how to do a good jerky. You know, it's something I hadn't figured out yet still haven't figured out yet still trying new batches gonna try one this afternoon we've had marinating but uh so i get this recipe that's really good dude what what's that that you're doing uh that you're learning how to make jerky well yeah i mean, I mean that's a staple I, I got the i got the texture right you know the thickness you cut it a lot thicker i think than you do you cut it cross grain and you cut it a little bit thicker than you would think because it, you know, it shrinks quite a bit, but it leaves a little bit of tenderness. I don't like crunchy jerky, crunchy jerky, just it's right. Over, right. It's not right. Yeah. And so, uh, right. so I got the, I I've figured out kind of the, or, or so far I've kind of figured out the thickness and the, the, you know, that kind of stuff on the jerky, but the flavoring I hadn't figured out like, What's my favorite deal? So I have my buddy send, send me a recipe uh, last time I made it. And he's like, here, I got the recipe. And he sent it to me and I tried it. And it's kind of, it's okay. It's not bad. It's just kind of bland. Like it's one that I'm going to take on the boat with me and take in the truck with me. But it's not one that I'm going to be like handing my neighbors like, hey, I made some jerky. Try this. You know, or not the one I'm that like you try and proud like of like giving away. Right. right or the or the one that you try and kind of keep to the side where it's like hey well this is the this is my favorite one i'm not gonna give all this away well the ones see i'm kind of the opposite like the ones i give away are the ones that i think are good because i don't know but anyway i uh so i made it and it's just kind of bland or whatever and so i talked to my buddy i'm like yeah man i did that jerky recipe and this is a guy that's a a very good friend of mine and kind of a foodie guy. Like he's, you know, he, he'll spend several hundred dollars on a meal on the right meal. You know what I mean? When he goes out or whatever. Holy cow. Yeah. Like I've gone to eat with him when we sat in the chef's seating area or whatever, which is a back room with a glass window in between the kitchen and this room, you know, like he's very, very much a foodie 
right? So uh-huh. I'm like, well, this is going to be the best recipe, obviously. Just go straight to the source. This guy knows what he's talking about. So I tried that. This is the original one I did last time <clears throat> that I told you was kind of bland. And I was like, man, I just didn't. The only thing I didn't do was pepper it at the end, right? For my daughter, I just, well, that's not going to change it that much. A little bit of pepper on it, right? It's just going to take some spice away. So I didn't pepper it at the end. And I uh, told him it was just bland. It was kind of bland. He's like, oh, well, that's good to know. I won't do that one then. Oh, I said, what? You you what? haven't tried it? He's like, no, I just figured that was the, I mean, it had everything you needed. I thought it was oh, the right. It's like, you <laughs> dirty dog. I did so much of this jerky and put so much <laughs> emphasis and time. You were the man on this and you hadn't even tried it yourself. So, uh, but yeah, we did. We got to go out and uh, didn't intend to. Uh, my father-in-law killed a deer and a hog last weekend. The last weekend, I guess it was last weekend. My wife killed a uh, a deer, a buck, and uh, and I killed a doe with my daughter in the stand. My four-year-old daughter. Oh, that was so funny. She had been talking that she wanted to get up and go in a morning go, or she wanted to hunt, right? But I let her choose when she wants to hunt. I'm not going to push her. You're going now or this time or whatever, like when she wants to go hunt. And so she chose, I want to go tomorrow, tomorrow. I said, well, you want to go in the morning or the afternoon, the morning. Okay. So I get her up. I go to get her up that morning and she goes, you know, she's asleep. She's like one more minute, just one more minute to sleep, you know, that (laughs) whole thing. And and she kind of didn't want to get up, but I kind of pushed her a little bit just because I didn't <clears throat> want 30 minutes to go by and she wakes up on her own. Daddy's not there because he's out hunting. You know what I mean? Right. And and then she gets her feelings hurt. So I kind of pushed her and I'm glad I did. We got out there and we saw some deer right away and then she fell asleep. And then uh, and she had told me when we got in the cart that morning, she goes, I uh you need to shoot a dose so we have some meat for the freezer. And I was like, okay. Well, she obviously heard that from me or her mom or somebody. She's been listening, you know, and I mm. uh, said, okay, all right. Well, if we see the right doe, I'll, I'll shoot it. She's like, oh, of course the right doe walks out and she's sitting there and she goes, shoot it, daddy, shoot that, shoot that deer. And, you know, and I'm, she's only four years old. She hadn't experienced the whole thing. She's, (laughs) she's been at the cleaning rack when we've been cleaning deer. She, but she hadn't been out when we've, when I've actually shot one or anybody's actually shot one. Right. And so I'm like, well, this gun's going to be very loud. She's like, shoot it, shoot it. And I'm like, well, are you like, are you sure you read? I mean, are you okay? You know? By this, this time, the deer are all looking straight at us, know exactly what's going on, <laughs> that somebody is, you know, because I'm talking to her. I'm like, in a, in one side of my head, I'm thinking, please just run off and don't give us this opportunity, you know, like, just go away, deer. And uh, the other side of me, I'm like, I want to make sure that she's ready and we can do this and we'll see how, what happens, you know? And, and I'm probably a lot more sensitive because she is a girl than I would be if it was a boy. Right. And, uh, for, I mean, that's just natural, I think. And, uh, and I pull the, 
pull the trigger and look over at her and she's got her ears covered and looks at looks out and it's like you got it you got her we got a deer <laughs> and so from then on it was we got a doe we got a doe yes we did honey we got a deer we got a doe is that our deer you know we were making jerky last night or or cutting it up to uh put it in a ziploc you know to 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 uh, marinate, it. marinate it and uh she's like is this ardo daddy is this ardo you know that whole thing so so good so it turned out to be really good uh really good experience and something i hope sorry to eat up that whole segment but something that i think uh you know was really really fun and i'm no. excited we were we, i was obviously following you from your text messages and stuff like that and super excited just to see that and the when a kid experiences and it's something that you know my heart for it is especially for my grandkids but my heart is for kids to understand more if you're gonna eat a hamburger you need to know where that meat came from and uh so it's just part of part of what that what that whole process is and and, it, and the sooner a kid understands that and uh, and the power of a firearm and all that stuff Something else that uh, Beefsteak always talks about Sun Auto Service because he, his wife won't let him work on her vehicles. She makes him take <laughs> them to Sun Auto Service, and that's because we trust Sun Auto Service. Uh, Family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Service, locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway, Ranch Road 6, uh, 1206 Ranch Road 620. Go to sunautoservice.com for all the details. sunautoservice.com for all the details. Peter Report coming up next. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7-365 theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It is the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny, Cody Ryan. Uh, hey, the wait is over. Truckloads of new Chevy Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams are headed our way during the Nile Maxwell Big Finish Sales event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. All month long, we have the newest vehicles showing up by the truckloads daily and make no payments for 90 days. Enjoy everything the first of the year and payments won't be due until March of 2023. Everything has discounts and now's the best time to see the new in inventory before they're even online. It's the biggest sales event of the year. And we've got inventory right now at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Come pick yours out today. This is it. The big finish event for the biggest discounts, best financing offers at the Supercenter site. Size selection, head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 
620 and 183 in Austin, or visit online at com. Now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Because we love animals too. They taste great. You do that every week. I know. Well, hello. Uh, (sighs) Before we talk and waste another segment on PETA, uh had this really cool uh encounter yesterday we're, we're gonna go to uh i'm going to alaska yeah this year. uh-huh we got some churches and some uh folks up there that are uh, working with boys and they want to start a kids outdoor zone program in alaska and uh so we're going to go to alaska and we're going to work out the details here in the next couple of months, probably go May or June. And, um, but the place where we're going to go, the family that, uh, is going to host us have the oldest hunting lodge in Alaska. And you, of course you got a float. Is plane it made out. of ice? <laughs> well, it might not be. It's the oldest operating. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, and we were just like, we were having this incredible conversation with them and just talking about their heart and, and how they're working with boys and in, in Alaska and their community. And, um, and they take a dozen, uh, boys to, uh, their hunt camp every summer and keep them for 10 days. And they're just, you know, street kids and hard kids. And it's just this beautiful thing, but, um, they, they, their, uh, lodge is one of the stops on the Iditarod. So during the Iditarod, they, they gear up one of their buildings and people stop, they stay there. It can, they can stop and get medical attention. And it's just one of the stuff. And I thought, man, how cool would it be to be there at their lodge during the Iditarod and watch that thing come blowing through. And then they started oh, it'd be very peaceful. Us, It'd be cool. Be loud. People be waking you up. I don't, it it would just be, oh, come on. I would love to experience (laughs) that once. And, but they were talking about the different, uh, groups. So you've got, once you're turn 18 in the Iditarod, uh, you're in with all the others. You race the race with the same amount of dogs as the guy who's done it for 40 years. Yeah. Iditarod's the big race where they, it's uh but for those who don't know it's uh dogs led race mm-hmm. right in alaska and yeah. uh big dog sled race i don't know how many years it is but it is like the pinnacle of that dog sled racing but when you're 18 so you're in with everybody but they have junior levels and they have it's like up to eight years old up to eight years old you can do a 20 mile section. The part of there's a race for up to eight year olds and you do a 20 mile section with, and it's the one dog. That's it's awesome. A kid on a sled with one dog doing 20 miles. I just thought, God, that is, that is over the top. Cool. 
I mean, imagine sending your four-year-old off on a sled they, with a dog for twenty miles. Do you not? I mean, come on. That's cool. You just got to think. There's there's some there's some tough kids right there. Yeah, that is think. a kid who's not. Well, you know what? Funny thing about it is that kid probably whines and has kid moments just like any other kid. Yep. But boy, I'll tell you what, they're going to, they're going to know they can do hard things when things come up. But anyway, I just, I was so excited about meeting them and hearing that. And, and I could, I could sit for hours and I've never been to Alaska. So this is going to be a beautiful opportunity to go. You know, where in Alaska? Um, no, but obviously if you listen to the show, you'll get to hear more information as we gear up and plan our, I might even be doing the show live from up there. I don't know. Depends on if I'm in town at their house or if we're out in the remote, because there's nothing out there except satellite phone. Yeah. Been there, been to, uh, Alaska twice, one more remote than the other. And, uh, yeah, there's there's literally nothing. I it, one lodge it got dropped off by, you know, uh yeah. Float plane. Float plane. And then we took float planes every day to where we were fishing. And I mean, something happens and it there's no backup. You know what I'm saying? There's no there's no backup. It just is what it is. So, yeah. Pretty well, wild. Over over the years, we've had guests on the show, and we've had guys that survived plane crashes and uh, lived off of berries and and M and M's with broken legs. And there's, you know, are you making a, this up? No, 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 no. We've had uh, I can't remember the old fellow's name, um, but he was a guide and an outfitter there, and. Uh, wrote a book and uh he was a texas guy met him and uh but anyway it's uh it's a beautiful thing and and uh, of course the reason why i bring that up during the peter report is because they hate the iditarod and they just don't they don't understand it and those those dogs are so so PETA, it's a well documented fact that they kill more of the dogs that they get in than they re um reown or re- rescue rescue that they send back out you know they rehome right they, right. they kill far more of them than they rehome and of course you don't hear that from from their friends but in fact factually that's what happens and this year alone they're expecting to take in four thousand dogs 4,000 dogs. So they'll never rehome 4,000 dogs. That's their goal for 2023. Really? With the hundreds of millions of dollars that they raise, it's not a very lofty goal, it doesn't seem like. I'll tell you what's lofty, though. Altru Healthshare. Finding affordable, top quality <laughs> healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self employed. And Altru Healthshare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing medical needs for over 20 Five years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Members each month contribute to an escrow account. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's how the whole thing works. It's literally 
that easy. Depending on which level of service you choose, there's options for telemedicine, counseling services, maternity services, and much more. Now they have dental, I believe. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. You can save a little money by going to myshare.org slash Cody. Now, True Health Share, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, we've got your Armed Citizens Report. Dude, I got one. Did you see the one from Houston? That guy, I, I don't know if it's in your list here, but there was one that happened in Houston a day or two ago, and I got some problems with it. We'll talk about that, too. On All the flip right. side, the Armed Citizens Report, it's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365, the I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a fire. All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. I'm Cody Ryan sitting in. With me, tie wire, twisting wires. TJ has gone AWOL. We really don't know where TJ has gone, but that's all right. We can do this thing without him. Uh, I want to tell you about Keystone Bank, our friends over at Keystone Bank. Uh, it's really cool. I got a a uh, new card in the mail the other day. This is a personal, uh, straight personal endorsement. I got a, a uh, new bank card. Uh, from Keystone the other day in the mail, right? And uh, I wasn't quite sure how to uh, get the new pin code on it, whatever. It didn't, uh, it wasn't super easy to figure out. So I uh, called them up, called the bank. They took care of it right there. And uh, it was all done. I mean, it was like, the lady asked me a few questions and bada boom, bada bing, the new card was there, taken care of. She took care of it. The local relationship service based service that sets them apart is what I absolutely love about Keystone Bank. So look how you can set up your card, uh, your card. That's what I was just talking about, them setting up my card. Look how you can set up your account. <laughs> By going to keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information. You can set up an account right there. Go to one of their locations, 11500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in Ballinger, Texas. And I think later this year, there'll be a new, uh, an entirely new uh, branch as well that they're building right now. So experience the value of community banking where local matters. And it truly does with Keystone. Hey, now it's time for this week's armed citizens report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The outdoor zone wants you to know the truth. This is the armed citizens report for the week. All right. Well, so I have a couple of them, but let's Cody, you said, yeah, I want to, I want to tell you uh, about this one that I'm, I saw um, 
come through out of Houston, Texas, because it really bothered me. Uh, Houston police are seeking a robbery victim who shot dead at masked male who used a realistic-looking fake handgun to rob people at the Ranchito Taqueria on January 5th. Um, Dang Taqueria. Oh, man. So he came, so he, they have video of it, right? Um, they don't show the actual shooting part. They go up, uh, it shows up until he draws his weapon. Um, but there's this masked guy that comes running in, flailing this gun around, grabbing money from all the patrons, right? All the people in the restaurant, out of the counter. And he's running back and forth and all around in this restaurant, just grabbing money, running over here, turning around, running back over here, grabbing money here, you know, stuffing it in his pockets. I mean, kind of a crazy thing. And, and then it shows, it shows the, the, the guy eating there, like reach and draw his weapon, like, while he's sitting in the booth, you can see it. Him draws firearm, and then he kind of keeps it under the table until he has the right moment. And uh, the robber turns away, and then he pulls up his firearm. And then that's the end of the video that they're showing. Uh, and I thought it was very interesting, right, that they... Uh, aren't talking about the robbery and the uh, civilian that protected, you know, potentially protected. He didn't know the firearm was fake. You can't tell in a Mm-mm. situation like that. You you play with a fake firearm, you're going to liable to get shot. So, uh, but if it was a real firearm, I mean, a potential real danger, and it was a real danger at the time, and he took it out, and there were people at the restaurant. There were so they he shot this person they fell on the ground apparently died right there and he went in and grabbed all the money back out of the dude's pocket and handed it back out to everybody that he had stole it from in the restaurant and then left and and now the houston police have this video and pictures of this guy that was the hero in the story and are looking for this man and need to talk to him. No charges are, have yet been, he has not been yet charged is what it says in the Houston police post that he has not yet been charged with anything, but they need to speak with him and they're blasting this photo all over. I just thought, this is so backwards. I've yet to see a picture of the guy that was ran into the restaurant holding people up at gunpoint. But yet I've seen this guy and his vehicle and the video and straight pictures that they took off the video of this guy's face all over the Houston Police Department's social pages. But I've yet to see the the robber. I see the victim. Well, that robber dude is a non-issue at this point. Well, He's no, done. but but I'm saying it's backwards. What would right? be the what victim would make me... is now the victim is now the one being looked for. He's the one well, being. It's he, weird. It's he, weird. They should be he... giving him a medal of honor. I know. Well, not they might a have, real medal of honor. He's also uh, he also left. 
So, you know, maybe he was not supposed to have that pistol and thank God he did, but maybe he wasn't supposed to, or who knows what. Doesn't matter. You know? What does it matter? What did he do wrong? He did nothing wrong. I don't know, but if it's anything like the, you know, the, the police aren't going to show up for any, any at any reasonable time frame. They defunded them suckers. They ain't got no, enough. No, no, that's not even a. That's not part of the question. the 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 guy did the right thing. The guy protected people. Fake gun or not, you pull out a fake gun. So what? You're still going to get it. He has you, no obligation to be, stay there. He has no I obligation. Know. I don't know. There. You you go back and look through your uh, handgun rules. But I we're not like that, that anymore. We're not like that in Texas. It's only you only don't have to stay there if you're the criminal. <laughs> yeah, you know, because that's when they like. Okay, well, you know, those poor people in that restaurant shouldn't have been eating at that restaurant. I'm just saying that that he did not have to stay there. You we don't were, have to have a license to carry anymore. He did. He did what he did. It, the only reason they're, they're not, they're calling him a, uh, Oh, what did I say? They're call, uh, kind of rogue shooter or something like that. Some seeking a rock robbery victim who shot dead a mass real estate. Uh, anyway, uh, I forget what they're calling. So last a suspect, night, they're calling him a suspect. Yeah, I don't no know, charges have been issued to the suspect yet, but we'd like to talk to him. Well, you start calling me a suspect, and we have problems already. Well, your lawyer. He, what he's doing is he him. went is he went home and he got a hold of a lawyer. Is what that's he should have done. That's what he needs to do now. Right. Right. Yeah, they're looking they're for made, the for whatever suspect. reason. For whatever reason, you know, and 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 you know. You don't know how many lives you, too, too many times those things are tragic. I'll tell you what. So I, uh, I, I let me night. end this. Let me end by this real quick. Okay. I was proud, though, that I scrolled through about 50 responses on Twitter on the Houston Police Department page. And uh, all I saw were you should be giving this guy a medal. Why is he? Why are you calling him a suspect? He's not a suspect. He's okay, a hero. Yeah. He's yeah. a hero. Well, and, so, it, and I guarantee I you, you go that. look at that, the, the person that got shot and there's, you know, we should make a, we should make a, you know, statue of that guy. Uh, so yeah. two, uh, two nights ago, night before last, uh, we we're in Dallas trying to figure out where to go eat and, uh, find the steakhouse and we jump in an Uber and go over to this area and, uh, and the steakhouse is some rock and roll bar. It's like, okay, well, I don't know why you call yourself cheap steaks because there ain't a steak around. And, uh, so we, uh, walk, walk down the street a little bit and we find this barbecue. They have place. X's on the windows. <laughs> and then we find this barbecue place and it's world renowned, all these awards. And we have this incredible barbecue dinner. So last night we're like, okay, it's last night. We want to go eat somewhere, but we, we don't know where to go around here. And so we decided, well, let's go back there. We really dug that place and you know, we'll just get something different. And, uh, so we jump in an Uber and we're going over to this restaurant and we asked the Uber driver say, Hey, what do you like restaurants in this area? And he goes, Oh no. Oh no. This is a bad area. Yeah. You need to, 
you need to be careful here. There's a lot of bad stuff happens in this area. You need to be really careful. And, and Rick, my partner and I were looking at each other going, holy cow, you know, yeah. we had no idea. And of course we get out now, every noise you hear cops everywhere. And, yeah. You, know, you start looking at it all different. We just I went over to the barbecue joint, got inside there, felt fine. And then called our yeah. Uber and got out of there right away. And, uh, and of course, you know, I, we're, we're careful and we're, you know, we're with a bunch of people who are probably the most armed group that passes through this town at, you know, any particular time of the year. But, uh, yeah, it was an interesting, interesting, uh, encounter with reality and who knows what could happen at that moment or at any moment in that situation. Yeah, you just got to be careful. And and again, you do have several armed citizens reports here that we did not go over, but I just thought that was, it's frustrating on one side, that, you know, that that's the way it's being presented. But uh, anyway, we'll close this whole thing out. Can you believe it's already been our first show of 2023? We're one Come segment on. away. We've almost completed it. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. You are the regulators. The reason we crank this show up, you can catch us live on Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7-365 as a recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Share us with your friends. Uh, you Something parts, else you can... Yeah. Parts View? Yeah, Parts View, baby. Partsview.com, our friends over there, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. It's an online shop, one-stop shop for all your boating needs. If you haven't been there and you own a boat, you're going to get a boat. Your buddy has a boat and you've gone fishing in it, but you haven't <laughs> done anything to take care of it or help him out. Go to Partsview and take hey, care of that boat. that's a cool boat. idea. That is a cool idea. I like yeah, that. Yeah, send your buddy a a kit or something. a maintenance kit because he takes yeah. you fishing every weekend i mean come on with it uh i wish you would have paid for my maintenance kit this year uh partsview.com sorry sons partsview.com p-a-r-t-s-v-u.com maybe i'll just have you over and help me do that lower unit man that's probably come how on. i got this hernia Partsview.com, more than 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands. You know, they've got genuine OEM, Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki, uh, Maricruiser, Stern Drive parts and products, uh, 200,000 products, Starbrite, AFCO. They got accessories. They got maintenance kits. They pride themselves on great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, helpful customer service and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. Go see our friends over there, PartsView, PartsView.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. So uh, Cody Ryan and I were talking uh, in, in the break, and uh, we were just talking about how 
long. We're going into 2023. Our, this is our first show of 2023. Thanks for being a listener and thanks for being uh, a, a fan of the show, I guess. And, uh, you know, we've got, uh, we, Cody was just saying that he remembers coming in every day or every weekend of his senior year doing the show. And we were doing the show back before you, before you started doing it, we were trying to figure out, I remember coming into the radio station way back when, and, and they asked us, we were doing our magazine back then. And we asked, they asked us, well, okay, we want to do something with you guys, but what do you want to do? And I just said, randomly, I want to do a radio show. And, uh, and they gave us an hour. Yeah. And it was radio. like five, five to six, to 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Miserable. And, uh, and it's, and, and we've basically been on the air almost every weekend since then. We've had a few breaks and uh, some changes on some stations and different places and different things. But, uh, you know, we don't, we don't do it, uh, for any other reason is that one is we love it. And the other is we love being with you guys, our listeners. We just absolutely love sitting around the camp, uh, fire, sitting around the old pot belly stove, sitting around the bunkhouse and chatting and, uh, and doing it with you guys. Um, uh, beef steak joined us a few years ago and, uh, he almost just, a quarter of a century. That's weird. That is weird. That's back when, uh, yeah, that's a long time. That's a long time to be on the air and talking to yourself, you know, basically, or <laughs> talking to each other. Well, but we, a lot of waters crossed, but we couldn't do it without our friends. And uh, so we just appreciate that. And and really our, our friends who, you know, got put us on the air uh, and gave us a chance to do it. Uh, Lee Sudson was probably the driving force at the radio station back then and full circle she's she's back in our uh in the live radio element of this show and uh we now just beefsteak beefsteak helps get all of our and, and ty help get all of our uh shows uploaded to uh, podcast platforms every podcast platform you could think about now which yep. is the new way of listening i mean i listen to podcast daily a yeah, different podcast too. i I have a hard time listening to myself. Now you listen to our show every week, which I think is funny because I'm 100% the opposite. You listen to a replay of our show, you know, the podcast version of our show every week. I'm the complete opposite. I do not listen to a show unless somebody says there was an issue or a controversy or. Well, I can tell you there's issues and controversies with our show every week. <laughs> you can listen to it and find them. I don't want to. I don't but wanna, anyway, I don't like. Just, I can't stand my voice. I can't you know, stand shout, my own voice. Shout out wife. to uh, shout out to everybody out there that participates, and for those who support, you know, our mission in this is one is just to have a great time and and uh, share with uh, our listeners. You, our regulators, the regulators, uh, share with you some fun. And, uh, hopefully you get a laugh out of it and get a thought out of it. And, uh, and the other thing is we want to share with you, uh, the ministry of kids outdoor zone. We want you to know that there is an army of men out there around the country and Canada and soon in Alaska and 
other places that is that are committed to getting boys um, into the outdoors and training up that next generation. The average kid today spends 40 minutes a week outside, 70 hours a week in front of a screen. And I'd be willing to bet that statistic is a couple is pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. I so, would be willing to bet that is far higher in front of screens these days. Yep. And half our boys don't have a dad in the house who traditionally was the one who um, taught them how to go out and fish and change a tire on a car. And so we're committed to raising up that next generation, finding mentors to uh, men in churches to step in the stand in the gap and help these boys. And so, um, and you can find out more information about that. You can follow us, track that at kidsoutdoorzone.com. You can donate there. You can uh, have us come as speakers. Uh, but anyway, just want to kind of start the year off with a big thank you. Um, we couldn't do it without you listeners and, uh, and our, uh, advertisers. Um, we have a very small opportunity for people to support the show and they do. And if you know somebody that wants to support the show, be an advertiser, they could jump on the outdoorzone.com, shoot us an email, and uh, we may or may not have a place for them. But uh, anyway, it just blows my mind that we've that we've done this, and it and it hadn't been until probably the last year or two, right? Twenty years of twenty years, I guess, roundabout uh, of doing this show, and it 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 seems like. To me, the irony behind it is that we just now, I'm just now comfortable in saying that we do a show. Like, you know, when you, you have a craft, right? And and I'm not saying we're the greatest radio show. We're, you know, we're no, we don't do daily shows. We do a weekly show. We do 52 episodes a year, 50 episodes a year, right? And uh, so... It, it, a hundred hours of radio a year. It's not a ton, but it's a lot in comparison to, you know, to the average person, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it adds up. And I just now I'm confident in the idea that we do a, we do a show that I'm proud of. It's kind of, you know, like I, I, not, not that I haven't been in the past. I just think that, uh, I guess we've matured in what we do and how we operate together. And I guess after 20 years, we finally figured it out. And maybe it's just that I'm getting older and I just don't care now that, you know, I don't care if I have a certain opinion that may be different than others or, you know, say something silly that uh, it just doesn't bother me like it did, you know, where I may say something silly years ago and be embarrassed that anybody would hear it because, you know, whatever. but. Maybe I just don't care anymore. And well, it is I, what it I is. It's who I am. Care. Maybe it's maybe you're com maybe we're I'm just more comfortable in who we are. Well, they and, say if you I do am. if you do something for uh, every week for twenty years that you, it'll become a habit and you'll become you know become useful you know something that you do uh, become regularly scheduled in your brain. Yeah, well, are. it's definitely there because the last two weeks where we didn't the first time in two consecutive weeks, I I believe in history that yeah. we haven't done a uh, done live a show, show live. It was uh, it was definitely 
awkward. It yeah. was definitely uh, something was missing with those two weeks. And it's so funny because I was so aggravated with the normal podcast that I listened to, right? Throughout, you know, just on my regular, when I have time to listen to podcasts, I was so aggravated all week, the last two weeks, that nobody had new episodes. I was like, what are y'all doing? How do, you, how do y'all not have new episodes? And then I'd laugh thinking, well, I guess we don't have a new episode this week either. It's a, uh, it's a replay as well. Well, so. let's wrap up the first episode for 2023. Okay. All right. Well, this week's Bible verse comes from Matthew five sixteen. In the same way, let your light shine before people so they can see the good things you do and the praise your Father who is in heaven and praise your Father who is in heaven. Uh, live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless the next 2023 season. All right. And then, uh, hey, folks, this week, I want to encourage you to get kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds, the trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get them to the great outdoor zone. Uh, we're all headed to church. Wanted to encourage you to go find a good Bible-based church in your community. After all, it all belongs to him anyway. And if you're looking for life change, I can guarantee you life change can start to happen in that little church there around the corner. Uh, if you want to start an outdoor ministry in your church, gentlemen, we can help you with that. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you want to donate, no kid left inside. If you want to donate cars, trucks, land, cash, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com and you can be part of the mission to get every kid outdoors um all right that's it from me tj granny cody ryan beefsteak tie wire or ranch in want to tell you god bless uh happy 2022 and coming on 2023 coming yeah. on 2023 let's kick some tail in 2023 okay uh toz family and regulators let's mount up My grandpa taught me how to live off the land, and his taught him to be a businessman.